When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thursdays, Lori and Julia here on MyTalk 1071. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com, also on the MyTalk app. And if you are streaming at MyTalk1071.com, go check out the MyTalk resource page. It's presented by AARP. MyTalk, keeping you informed and entertained with a list of fun stuff, a list of serious stuff. You'll all be able to find it at MyTalk1071.com, keyword resource. And now for more informing and more entertaining, here we go. <laughs> okay, so oh, no. okay, so our new life, you know, without Donnie, yeah. and with Holly, who's working like nine other jobs too, is like so. Lori, we're just trying to multitask over here, and it's, while we're talking, Lori's yeah. trying to take an online class about cybersecurity. Well, you're doing that now. I'm trying no, to no, on I'm, the break. On she the was break, trying, oh, and I'm trying to trying get it done to tweet out. It's like an eight minute thing, so I'm just saying answering everything is a phishing scam, and at but the no, end of it, but she's watching a video with no volume, yeah, and okay. just looking at but, the pictures. But if they knew my email reputation, I just pretty much delete no, everything. That's gonna have to change. Well, I know that. I don't like that, so I, I thought I should learn some things, but anything <laughs> official, I erase. It's a brave new world, Lord. Yeah, oh, for <laughs> And I'm trying to... And I failed at 74%. I got that thing done in the... Under the, you know... During the break. During the break, <laughs> and it was supposed to take longer, and then it said, fail, you're going to have to do again. You must pass with 80%. I'm like, screw you. <laughs> Wait till you get the next one, because there's like a 50... This will take 15 minutes. Okay, just who's ever in charge of Hubbard security? I'm not opening anything, okay? You're going to have to get a hold of Lori via semaphore flags on no, top of the list. Yes, and this is all about security doing your virtual offices. It was very interesting. Right, I mean, you know, but I'm not, I, I don't they even don't have email you. on my phone. Well, that might yeah. have to change, too. No. Again, a brave new world. Yeah. Here no. we go, Lori. Come on. Julia. No, I'm trying to tweet out the special discount to watch the Bridge movie yeah. to do this. Oh, and honestly. It, it, Nobody cares. Right. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Okay. Now, here is something. Yes. It's just kind of funny because I love that you were doing that with no audio. Julia, it's the best way to learn sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) He's taking an online class with no audio. That just cracked me up. (laughs) I'm a fast reader. Oh, is that it? But yeah. if there's no audio, you can't hear it. The words were oh, on the screen. Oh, I, they felt, did. I felt that they were. I mean, I didn't have the audio <laughs> no. on. It could have been failed. explaining things. But I, I feel like between my eyes and reading, I could get the gist of it. 
very good student in school. I hardly ever had to study. It was pathetic. Same. I know, Which but shocks it's me. the olden days. When I know it. We didn't have was easy. It was. I, I couldn't go to school these days, boy. Oh, oh my God. Okay, gosh. but I here's left. something that stinks to high flipping heaven in Hollywood. And I right. could just get kind of worked up about it. this isn't a beer. Okay. No, yeah. I know. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> it does sound good right now. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So, yes. Nicholas Holt, who's right now starring in Catherine with Elle Fanning on Hulu, Which getting rave reviews loving. about Catherine the Great. Yep. He's playing her her dumb husband mm-hmm. and quite great. Which I, I just love. And Nicholas Holt, is he the about a boy boy, the actor? I, I think he is. I, I think, think you are right. But wasn't he the one with Jennifer Lawrence forever? Yes, mm-hmm. he dated okay. her. But I mean, he was a child actor in a fame. And I feel like he was in About a Boy with Hugh Grant. He was the, the actor, wasn't he? Nicholas Holt? Yeah. So but you'd he, have to spell Nicholas, right? H-O-U-L-T. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, he's 30. I meant the first word. Yeah, he, he's 30 and he's successfully transitioned from child actor into being you know, a grown-up yes, adult yes, in, yes, into yes. movies. So anyway, and we had heard this uh, when when this happened, but Nicholas Holt was uh, signed to the next two-year, uh, two installments of Mission Impossible. He was? Yes. This would have been one of, this was in the olden days when Donnie would give us casting news. And, and we would say, <laughs> oh, because why do we care about 2024 right now? But we, yeah, always but it, kind of. But we would know. But we would know, and also because, like, when somebody gets signed, it's like getting, you know, getting signed to be two years in a Mission Impossible. Even though if you were to really critically look at it and you think about all the actors Tom Cruise has burned through in Mission Impossible. um, Oh, I love it that you got that angle in. Well, he, I mean, he's Jeremy Renner and Henry Cavill, you know, they... You know, they were in and then they were out. Okay? okay. And so Deadline reported this news, but they didn't question it or think it was weird or anything because Nicholas Holt was scheduled for the next two Mission Impossible movies. And all of a sudden today, or really last night, right? Uh, the wording, the official word is that Nicholas Holt couldn't do Mission Impossible because of quote unquote scheduling changes. Indeed, um, Mission Impossible 7 is late. Uh, starting to shoot because of the pandemic, but every movie is. And Nicholas Holt on his IMDb page has nothing scheduled. Oh, okay. And oh. this would have given him a huge, huge boost to right. be in these two movies. Right. And they announced that Essay uh, Morales is going to be replacing Nicholas Holt, which you he rose to fame in La Bamba. Okay. And he's replacing him. There isn't hasn't even been a script change. Let me tell you what the difference is. Essay Morales will be fifty eight in October. Tom Cruise will be sixty. Um Do you think he wants an older man playing with him, the villain? Yes I do. Yes, I do, Julia. And I think he and Nicholas Holt wasn't receptive in any way, shape, or form any of the Scientology um, cheese curds that Tom had been leaving him. And um, and I'm sorry, Tom Cruise would be like 58 also on July 3rd. And it's reverse ageism. Maybe a first. Wow. And Nicholas Holt was making Tom Cruise nervous. That's just because if you cruise, you lose. I mean, the younger Jeremy Renner, 
out. Henry Cavill out. They were both good. Both of those actors got such good notices in their Mission Impossible movies that fans wondered if they could succeed Tom Cruise in the franchise. But Tom Cruise, who will be 61 when the eighth installment comes out, I mean, he could wow. be, he'll be Ethan Hunt in the nursing home. Don't you worry. Ethan Hunt in the nursing home. <laughs> He's going to be in the kitchen on the, on the strings yeah. trying to get the pudding. Wow. I just think it's, it's Tom Cruise rock blocking him. And it's Nicholas Holt will be fine, but this would have given his career a huge boost. And Tom Cruise did not like what he was seeing on the films. You know, the too big of an age difference for the villain. Didn't test good. Oh, wow. Yeah. So All anyway. right, Tommy. Anyway, well, and maybe we'll be seeing a lot of Nicholas. He's only 30 right. in the next 15 years. He's got a new baby at like a one-year-old I yeah think. you know but i just think oh petty 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 Tom. okay i have <laughs> kind of an irony today this is kind of ironic that this headline just came out uc university of california regents vote to suspend act and sat testing requirements for admission making the you know turning point in the debate over standardized test scores and isn't that the school that the girls were trying to get in Lori Laughlin's kids no. no oh they were trying to get in USC yeah. yes oh because I, I thought wouldn't that have been something yeah. listen out of all of this I hope for the kids less homework and all this standardized <laughs> testing crap gets put in another thing and that prices drop for college oh they're gosh, ridiculous. Yes. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, it is, and I wish this would have happened ten years ago. Yes, so it would have dropped course. before my kids went right, through. Right, right. It is ridiculous, but wow. Yeah, I mean, that's what we should learn out of this: is that there's just like uh, just entirely too much homework. All right, so the drama back to Tom Cruise. I'm just saying he's reverse ageism, rock blocking Nicholas Holt. That's why I think. I mean, he was already signed to a deal. There was no scheduling conflicts for Nicholas Holt. He doesn't have anything on the docket. It's pretty cold. He blocked his time for making these two movies back-to-back. I'm telling you, Xenu strikes again. Okay, I want to ask you guys something. And by the way, Tom Hardy, who we love very much, he's very dreamy. Yes, Yes. except for in the Whitey Bulger. Right, but his Capone movie, you guys, broke... uh, it made uh, two and a half million, which they say is a lot for video on demand in like 10 days. That's good. Even though Capone got oh stinker, it's like forty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but um, it yeah, people were watching. And those it. are the ones where you pay the nineteen dollars for, not yeah. the five ninety nine like that. We're, right, right. Oh, that's good. So all right, that's good. It was uh, it was uh, yeah. He plays Al Capone, and uh, many critics praised his performance. Some called it career best. Some called it. He's vying for the prize of most acting, actor. <laughs> so I guess it's one of those movies you got to see and you got to be passionate about Capone. <laughs> He's real ugly in this, Julia. He's so ugly, I didn't yeah, want to watch yeah, it. I know. It's... I still like him from Taboo, the show that we love. What happened to that, that crazy never came show? Back. That was a crazy show. I loved that show. Something about it, and he was so sexy in that show. It was a Netflix and, thing. And every time I see something that's filmed in like the 17th, 18th, 19th century. Fall for it. No, and I love it, but I'm always mm-hmm. so grateful that I'm not traveling back oh, in the Lord, parallel universe not. to be living in those times. I would, I would like to it. I my parallel universe I'd travel back to would be the 70s and 80s for sure. Mm-hmm. 
How about you, Holly? Yeah. Cute mm-hmm. clothes. Still have decent dental care. Yeah. And, 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 and carefree. Yeah. And carefree. And, and your parents just didn't, didn't know how to get a hold of you. You nope. just had a time if to be was, home. Right. And a place that you say. I mean, sometimes you'd have to rearrange things out of with a phone call, you know, to check in. Oh, yeah. Or get somebody mm-hmm. to... You know, say that yes, you indeed, were there. You were staying there. <laughs> you know, but how is that any different? It it isn't, but yeah. it was just such a carefree time. And also, just I know we're going to go, but just two things to, that we have to look forward to in the Hollywood. Um, Holly posted both both of them. Vandy Fair had the exclusive on Stephen King's The Stand comes to life. Whoopi Goldberg plays the 108-year-old. This is a remake. I love that book. I know you Anyway, that, that trailer's posted. And then Steve Carell's new comedy, which actually looks really it funny. It looks kind of fun. The Space Force is posted. And that comes yeah. out next week, I think, on Netflix. So. Very cool. Right, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Let's catch up with Mary Kate Olson and Olivia Sarkis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. New news? Okay. Well, they're trying to make new news. They're trying to squeeze this gossip lemon and make lemonade out of it. So the latest headlines, uh, these are coming from the Daily Mail, saying that Mary Kate Olson's ex, Olivia Sarkozy, would have preferred a stayed-at-the-home wife, uh, but that he still didn't oh want kids with her. Oh, for, I have to again ask, how is he? were these two together in the first place? Because they years. dated for three years and married for five years. Did they not discuss? Well, it was across continental, so you don't see each other much. So it's but so much who fun. Who doesn't talk about babies and wifey expectations and hubby expectations and work schedules and general vacation? I mean, I don't, how do you never talk about any of this? Well, right. And the fact that, yeah, Mary-Kate Olsen and her sister Ashley Olsen have been very entrepreneurial. They're entire lives since they were in diapers yeah that's just part of who they are i feel like mary kate and her people are going to be working out the old uh he was always spending her money while she worked herself to the bone oh that might be the spin mm-hmm. yeah so and, well, a, a story a line well here is Lori. to your point so this actually i want to correct the record it's from people but the source talking to people.com today is saying mary kate is extremely hardworking and focused on her business her work schedule is beyond discipline The source adds, she, Mary-Kate, is the type of person who would never complain about a 12-hour workday. Olivier never understood her drive and passion. He would have loved to have a stay-at-home wife. You remember he's from Belgium royalty. Yeah. He grew up... In France. Yeah, he grew up being a child with no wants or needs. Yeah. And not asked to do much. But he was a successful financier. Right, but I mean, it's again, I just say, how were these two ever together in the first place, honestly? Yeah. I think she's asking herself. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That and he is probably too. Uh, well, and now she can move on with her life. There yeah, are many and, and she people. will find somebody so much more suited for her. Yeah. I never liked these two together. They were just, they didn't make any sense. Yeah. So move on. Really? Yeah. You'll find love over another bowl of cigarettes, Mary Kate. <laughs> we swear someone will love you for your wizard capes. <sighs> we wish you the best. Uh, over on people.com again. Now, I know that we're not particularly, I guess, interested. Are we? Okay, let's take a survey of the room. And I probably know the answer. All right. Getting all these little details about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's personal life Mm -hmm. at this moment in time. Hate. You hate it? I don't. I I, I like it. I I welcome it. I want to know. Okay. Well, this is an exclusive. I'm I'm Prince Harry. Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm Prince Harry. Yes, I know. I have him around here. Hi, I'm Prince Harry. Hi. Well, actually, when I think about it, I mean, I do like knowing about what's going yeah, on. I, I like I to get too. mad at the tabloids for being such. And I get, and I like to get mad at them. So yeah. let's go. Okay, now we've come. Full, <laughs> <laughs> now we've come full circle on our opinions okay. about these kinds of stories. So this is an exclusive coming from People dot com, saying how Prince Harry and Meghan Markle celebrated their recent second wedding anniversary. What did they gift themselves? Well, a source adds at people.com that they love to do their own take on traditional wedding gifts. The first anniversary was paper and Megan wrote out the wedding speech and had it framed for Prince Harry. Oh, that is just so cute. It makes me sick. Wait, say what it was again. Oh well, the God. first an- wedding anniversary present is traditionally paper. paper. Okay. So Megan Markle wrote out the wedding speech and had it framed for Prince Harry. I think that's very, that's very sweet. Very sweet. So that's nice. Okay. That's yeah. why, like, paper yeah. the first anniversary, you know, whew, you made it. Yeah. Well, right. And and then you can have some kind of memory of your mm-hmm. wedding. While it still seems like all of that was so important. Yeah. As you're just discovering whether or not you can stand each well, other. <laughs> first year was a roughie. It is. Yeah. And it, it, mm-hmm. I think it's a real, like, you kind of go, oh, well, that's disappointing. I thought it was supposed to be the end, uh, the start. Of, it, it is, yeah. I'm telling you. In every marriage. And yes, it's just you're figuring it all out. There's yeah, just you really a lot. Are. And well, you're yeah. like, whew, we made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're off that romantic What's cliff. What's the second anniversary? Well, the second anniversary, thank you for asking, yeah. it's cotton. Oh. And the source adds, undoubtedly, it was a very creative and romantic gesture, as all their gifts are to one another. Oh, for goodness. So we I learned know. nothing. Yeah, we <laughs> didn't. About their names are out there again. Yes. Yes. Like, that's all we learned. That, yeah. Really, that's all we learned. We didn't even learn what the darn cotton gift well, is. Did she make him a cotton ball man, or she dressed up like a cotton ball okay, man? Like a can I, can I just go <laughs> off on a little tangent on cotton? Please. Cotton swabs? Please. Okay, so last night I just peeked at CNN for a second, and um, it was, I love it when Chris Como he has his the brother, Como brother out, the Como brother out. Mm-hmm. It's hysterical. So yesterday we saw Governor Como getting a COVID test with the swab that goes in your nose. And mm-hmm. it, it didn't, he didn't even move. I mean, the stick, you know, it's a good long stick and it goes in his nose and he's just standing there doing nothing. And so his brother shows that. And then his brother says, well, this is what they usually use. But I think for you, brother... And he has a huge, like, cotton swab handmade thing that's, like, about two feet high and long. 
And he goes, did they use this? Or wait a minute. And he goes under his desk and he grabs like a toilet cleaner cotton swab. It would look like a toilet bowl cleaner. And they were laughing so hard. It was just kind of fun to see those two go back and forth with each other about giving his brother crap about his big nose. Yeah. I wish we had the windmills of the mind because no, we did not so need to interrupt the dirt. <laughs> it was funny. And it's that. all over. The, it was funny. All right. All goodbye. Right. That, was, no, that was not worth interrupting the dirt for. I'm sorry. That was a we, real windmill. That, that was a windmill. Yep. That was quite breezy. It's and funny. It's, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> over to the Cuomo brothers. All right. We we'll hadn't had a windmill in a while. No, we It was hadn't. needed. All right, go. I'm going to talk about John Legend. And when he realized that he was convinced that Chrissy Teigen was the one for him, it all happened back in 2010. And it was when Chrissy Teigen was modeling a bikini on the Ed Hardy runway. I have John Legend fatigue. I do too. Okay, and I almost have Chrissy Teigen, Teigen fatigue. fatigue. And I, I have Prince Harry and the yes, other one you fatigue. Do. But I mean, John, I just have why John. He's coming out with a new album. Oh. He's releasing it during. He said that, right, Holly? Yes, he's going to be releasing an album soon. Well, and he remember he's a part of the Voice. I know. So I've got ended. fatigue. I've got fatigue for him. <laughs> for him. For yeah. him specifically. I have and it every for many single, people. But on every single concert that we've we've done, he's always there. He's always there. I'm. Can he? Be? He doesn't even change the room. I, there's his Grammys and this his piano room and his little he kids. He doesn't are, even put that huge grand piano in another room. I don't know what's change going the on. background. I don't know. No, that's just so funny. He, my mom was like in kind of a blue mood today, so I gave her a prescription. Okay. I said, "Hate watch Ellen from you tell me." So So now you've got three people. (laughs) Well, she said maybe that would make me feel better because she, she has to turn on. I'm. She's not watching the news right now. No, nor should she. Too upsetting, and she's on eleven weeks of a lockdown. And I said, "Mom, here's something that just could like make your blood boil in the, you know, just like kind of a fun direction." Hate watch Ellen, how bad and painful it is. We need to hear the review tomorrow. I will. I'm going to ask her. She's promised me she would. We need to know if your prescription worked for her. Yeah, absolutely. Turn off CNN, MSM. Turn off all the news. Turn off the repaints. Don't watch any of it. Just watch Ellen sitting what? in her Montecito fortress. Yeah, with, with her, her producer mom friend and her producer in the. Oh, it's just. It hurts me. Just tell him your theory, Lauren. Theories. Okay, Julia. There is a parallel universe and it's running backwards, and science has proof. And just if you don't believe me, ask Twitter. Finally, people came around to that story, Jules. Okay, here is the theory. Do you think there's... uh, I kind of have had this theory about, you know, that people... That there's a skinny gene. Oh, for gosh sakes. Like a thin gene. Yes. And I'm not talking about pants. I'm talking about... in people. Oh, of course. And there's a fat gene. We talked about the ectomorph and, you know, that there's like three kinds of body types. Yes, of course there is. Well... It's hereditary. Julia... Science has been studying this, but guess this is what they this found feels like out. a dot to me. No, it isn't because this is fifty thousand people. Okay, is part of this scientific study. Okay, and of the fifty thousand, it was actually forty-seven thousand one hundred and two people, age twenty to forty-four. And what they found 
is they were they were just like kind of looking at at is there a gene that makes people heavy is really what they were like looking for. There is. Okay, but what they found was that and it was the uh, University of British Columbia he, their their hypothesis was that everybody knows somebody who can eat whatever they like without getting fat. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they've been that I, way always. Because everybody always studies obesity. Yes. Nobody ever studies Study skinny. That's right. Okay. Let's turn it around. Let's study Let's give thinness. some attention to the skinny people. Yeah. Well, here's what this what they found out. 1% of the studied population of those 47,000 were naturally slim and healthy they could eat what they wanted without having to exercise. Mm-hmm. They didn't have this ALK gene that is linked to cancer. And uh, they are interested to see if you can turn this gene off to fight obesity. So they just thought it was just kind of, you know, something that we should know. Well, I wish they would sell that, that <laughs> pill in a pill form and I would just inject it into my butt. Yeah. The, the findings were published in uh, the journal... Cell, which was a little delayed to me. C E L L. That's correct, uh-huh. Julia. And um, anyway, so they did find that they were able to, you know, confirm the theory. There, is, but it's not as many people as you think. Well, there's only one percent. No, it's That's, very you're small. Really lucky. And if you are born to someone who is, struggles with obesity, your likelihood, of course, of being obese is so much greater. Yeah. Because you, you know, it's on their diet and their metabolism and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, my, my mom really thought I was going to be a fat kid because uh, my grandma Fudge, my dad's mom, was a, not a large woman, but a busty woman. And, but in her later years, she got quite round and big. And when I was born, I was so big. How big were you? Like uh, almost nine pounds. Jeez. And my mom was like, I ate popcorn and chicken noodle soup. And I'm like, yeah, but you're healthy. And you were 17. And you were 17. Anyway, she's like, we were so worried you're going to be a fat kid. I'm like, mom. I love fat babies. They're so well, yeah. cute. Anyway, but there's a skinny gene and only the lucky 1%. Okay. Do you think you have it? No, I don't, but I have a sister who has it. Yeah, you do have a sister who has it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can eat I, amazing yeah, amounts of food. Yeah, I don't know that my sister has it. I've never known her to exercise. No, you're right. Oh, jeez. All right, here's one. Um, everyone you, knows that person, though. Yeah, everyone does. Uh-huh. So don't, you know, don't, they can't help it. They're just the lucky 1%. Exactly. Right? Right. Um, okay, what would you guys think? Would you have a theory... If you were just to, like, you know, be at something and you're just going to make up something and pull it out of your arse and make up a fact, what would your fact be if you had to just say the average adult will spend X number of years looking at a screen? Oh, what would just be the number? Yeah, what would X be the number, number you'd like plug TV in? or phone or something like that? Yeah. Like they, they, yeah. they, they live, like, right just now until 70, the seven, mid-70s. I'd say f- four Four years. Yeah. Holly. Oh, gosh. That's, that's a little ridiculous. Okay, so what's so, the age of the person now? Just right. Just, just like average right now, adult. The average adult. Yeah. 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 Ye
adult, let's just say the average adult, mm-hmm. age 40. Mm-hmm. 40, you live to maybe about 80 years old. So let's that's say 81. 81. Mm-hmm. All right. That's 41 years. I would imagine that you're spending about six to eight hours a day in front of a screen of any kind. So, so I, I would say about uh, 15 to 20 years. Okay. okay. And I just did four. Yeah, Drew, yours was a pathetic. Yeah. And so uh, right. don't go bragging and making up facts. You're going to have to put on your, you're going to have to put on your man pants to okay, be better what is at bragging the, what about is facts. The, I don't brag about facts. What is the uh, answer? The answer is, so this um, this was an actual, um, they, they did this. They they had somebody, you know, do all the number crunching. Right. And during, from ages 18 to 81, researchers pinned it down that a person will be glued to their screen for over 13 hours a day, if you count all the screens. Oh, for crying out loud. Isn't that something? So that adds up to 4,800 basically hours each year. And if you live to be 62, that's 300 and almost 2,000 years, which adds up to a whopping 34 years of your life by oh. the time you got to be 62 will then spend on screen sounds I, about right yeah wow wow was right jeez and i feel like even now with what's going on it'd be even higher yeah mm-hmm. i don't like that number well i don't i here's what it is four hours a day on the laptop three and a half hours on the television screen and then about two and a half hours to three hours on your phone those are your three screens. Jeez. Even mm-hmm. here, literally eight hours. My whole workday yep. is yes. in front of screens. Yep. screens. If it's, if, and now mediating well, through screens on your phone, on the computer. So ours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so watching, plug-in. So there yeah. you go. Um, here's what. I don't um, like that at all. That well, was not you know, a happy fact. Okay, but it's just, the, the, it's, it's just happening. The here's a theory on something. If you're worried about this, you can do the 20-20-20 rule. Okay. Where you take a break every 20 minutes, you look away for 20 seconds, and you turn your attention away to something at least 20 feet away. Just to all right. break it. It's called ADD. I do it all the time. Okay. (laughs) I do it all the time. That one just comes natural to me. Yeah. All right. Here's one. All right. Okay. This is just really something else. Um, Would you believe that you've probably already had an encounter with a psychopath or two in your life? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Here's this is a real. Is this normal? This this theory this was published Julia in personal favorite personality disorders theory research and treatment. Unbelievable! I live for unbelievable. Like, these kind of you can read this much in your yeah. free time. So, but because when we hear psychopath, what do we think? Scary, uh, like Freddy Krueger, Freddy yes, Krueger, yes. Norman Bates. Um, what's his name from Silence of the Lambs? Oh, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, exactly, classic psychopath. But here's the thing. This is a study from Virginia Commonwealth University. Um, And in a nutshell, successful psychopaths develop more pronounced conscientious traits that allow them to better control their impulses and social tendencies. Because they're so prone to engaging in antisocial behavior behaviors, is that the psychopaths who can inhibit those impulses are very successful in life. And we run into them all the time, apparently. They're more successful 
uh, of their peers if they can get a handle on their, um, how did we word that? Antisocial behaviors. Yes. So um, anyway, they wanted to just take a look at that. And they said the the younger you are that you can control impulses and aggression, the younger a yes, psychopath is yes. caught, the, the, more better. Su- the more successful they can be in a completely something completely else because they've learned how to uh they have supreme self control that's the bottom line so but wait a minute you were texting i am not going to catch you up on this story because you're having dating <laughs> it isn't dating it's damn show dating situations it is not that the bottom line is julia the psychopaths that we've met in our lives who are successful have supreme self-control and they they learned it early no they they have self-control they're like no i'm not going to you know do whatever bad thing oh that is the key part of the oh all right all right while you were doing show business work it's show business and no business. Yeah. We do know a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Many right. forms of, and and I know I knew a, a successful psychopath. I probably maybe know a couple. We probably all do. That's well. That's what they're saying. Yeah, we all do. Oh my god, they made yours even... stand out a little bit more than mine. I'm just thinking of sure I've met them. I don't know who. Oh, Julia, <laughs> think, think. Think it's someone we've we both worked. Know? We've worked with people yeah, who are psychopaths. Yeah, yeah, we have. I mean, we would just say we'd be like, "What is that?" Is that yeah. they, like in another, if they were someone else, if they weren't here, they'd probably be, you know, the Green River Killer. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes back to Washington State, Lori's. That's what got that's you addicted. That's, no, that's what got you addicted to those true black crime killers. Come from the Green River, Washington and Florida, Washington State, and then like you know Colorado, someplace where heavily wooded. Yeah, you know, but Washington and Florida for sure. <laughs> First of all, the alligators. You know, you got an instant way of dumping bodies, mm. swamps, and and in Washington State. The rain. forest. It's always it's always raining. Forest, foggy. forest, endless forest, endless places that people could be. You know, I'm just you know Sasquatches and vampires. There you exactly. go. Watch out. Exactly. There you go. So there you go. Well, I don't know if that was a good, uh, but they they looked at uh, 1,400 juvenile offenders for this study <laughs> to get to this uh, summation. So, well, thank you for that. Yeah, I know. I thought it kind of. Kind of grim, you know, investigative uh, ID <laughs> moment on our show. <laughs> There's going to be like a Lollapalooza on the ID channel this weekend. Someone um, emailed. Oh, us. really? Yeah, like every like every serial killer or well, something. No, but kind of kind of every famous sort of in, infamous, I should say, um, murder oh. or serial type of situation oh, you'll love or bad. That. Yeah, they just I can't, they I, want us to know. Thank you. Yeah, so that's. <laughs> If it's a rainy weekend and you need to spend more time with your screen. Well, the Lance Armstrong thing is going to be on ESPN on Sunday where he's promising to tell the truth again. Oh, my. Mm. Again. All right. We got to go. We'll be right back. We're only human, people. (laughs) How's everyone's day? Thursday. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. It's it's a weird day. Yeah. And the weather's weird. And tomorrow is D-Day for the State Fair, so we are just having mixed feelings. Mixed feelings for everybody. Okay. Um, Hi. 
Hi, we today we just I want to give a shout out today. We had two great guests at three thirty and at four thirty and um, a great book. The women women with silver wings. Yes. And um, she was delightful. Yeah, that's that's over really... 20 years to do that book. That was a real passion. We had two people with passion yes. projects and uh, letting us know about, you know, the women who served in the Air Force in World War Two wasps and. Geez, how long it took them to be recognized to be as veterans. Yeah. They weren't, you know, it wasn't until like, like, I don't know. I forget if it was in the 90s. I don't know, Lori. It was don't 50 ask me. years after right. the fact when a right. lot of them had died. I mean, you know and what I'm Six of them for, were from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Just a cool, cool right. story. Women we should know. Yes. And yeah. the other one was we in- interviewed the... Um, Director, writer, producer of the movie Bridge, which is a documentary airing on MSPfilm.org. It's part of the 39th annual Twin Cities Film Festival. And what was really cool, it's so good. Yeah. But for my talk listeners, instead of paying $10 to see it, it's only you're only going to be able to see it until Saturday night at midnight. It's just $5. Yeah. Lori tweeted out the code at Lori Julia. Mm-hmm. And we also have it listed on our show page page. under our links. Yeah, and this is typical for documentaries, right, Holly? When a film festival, it's not like once they've played here, like they just become available for people. No, this is like a really special thing, the fact that you can go and you can watch this now. Yeah. Right. Because it doesn't, it'll go, they probably are doing another virtual film festival, you know, someplace else. Right. They're hoping a studio would want to pick it up for distribution or maybe... And maybe, you know, for independent filmmakers, we could have asked uh, Patrick this. I wonder if all the streaming things is going to make it be, in a way, easier to see documentary film projects and independent smaller movies if it broadens the the market at all. Yeah, well, think about, you know, this movie, Bridge, could be very well picked up by Netflix. Yes. Or it could so be picked good, up by guys. Amazon. And then... You have the whole world. Right. Uh, Instead of one theater, you know, that's yeah. going to let you run for like two weeks or something. I mean, it, there's it's over nice. 50 films that are part <clears throat> of the Twin Cities Film Festival, too. That might be what they found out about this, that it was successful. It's like, wow, OK, people, people will, you know, we can just they'll pay and see the movies this way right? at home. And uh, so maybe more people, more eyes, I would hope, is what's going to happen. Yeah. With the smaller independent movies. Yeah. Really. I mean, look look at Capone. I, <laughs> I mean, that's a bad movie, but it's got Tom Hardy in it, and people made 20 bucks. Yeah. And it's made almost it's $3 million. It's a bad movie, and look at how well they've done. Yeah. Yes. Because, I don't know. Anyway, Mel Gibson made a movie where he's the hero during Puerto Rico's Category 5 uh, hurricane. It's called Force of Nature. Um, Emil Hirsch, Kate Bosworth, and Mel Gibson. Oh, my word. I kind of have... It looks like a white hot mess because it's about a crime and a heist during a a hurricane. Oh, boy. I I have always... I like him. I like his movies. Mm. Braveheart, Lethal Weapon, Hacksaw Ridge. I do. This is going to be a terrible... Well, we'll see. Why was this movie made? Well, why... Just the fact that Kate Bosworth is in it looking like kind of... No, 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 no. A I crime laugh. and a heist in a hurricane, and all the cops are white. This is Puerto Rico, man. Get real, Mel. He does oh. a lot of straight-to-video. Yeah, he does, Well, let me he? just tell you something exciting for okay. us. But you have dropped out of it because Casey dropped out of it. Stumptown is a show that we really like, really like. NBC. ABC. Kobe, or 
get Kobe Smulders. Yes. No, it's an NBC show. Isn't it? No, oh, it's shoot. an ABC. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. That would be the headline. ABC. The NBC, but Kobe Smulders and the hot guy that's in it with the big nose. Yeah, he's. that's a really, that's a good show. <laughs> and they play great music. I mean, seriously, like The show. Clash. And it's, it really is who's ever show running and writing that show is, it's good. Yeah. You know, people are going to have to come. There's so much time, Julia, that people are spending watching streaming. It's a constant it's a constant <laughs> topic with people. There's so much time. And people. this is this is it. We are, we didn't talk about this today, but okay. this is casting news. Picture it: Peter Dinklage, Jason Momoa. Oh, it's a unique zombie adventure movie called Good, Bad, and Undead. Love so, it. Lori's in. I'm in. Twins. That was the Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. Danny DeVito one. It's yeah. an original mm-hmm. idea. It's an original idea, this movie. So anyway, just the, those two. Yes. The visual. And It'd be fun. Zombies. Yeah, love it. All right, gang. Right, thanks. thanks for hanging out with us. Have a great night. Job done. Off you go. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.